We're just going to hit the play button. Like, I don't know why my fan's blowing like that stuff. It's blowing. Good it's going to take off here in a minute. Yeah. Like the like, PlayStation. Oh, my PCs do kind of like, like I can hear the fan in that. I'm like, everything's good, right? No, it's just the fan, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it'd be like that. Did your fan go up sometimes? Can you hear your fan sometimes? On my PC? Yeah. I mean, it gets going sometimes, depending on what I'm doing. Yeah. I just be chilling. <laughs> nah. Yeah, it just goes. And you start thinking about oh, getting a new computer. I think myself. Huh? Yeah, it's about that time, right? Yeah, I think what I'm gonna do. I think I'm gonna wait till I get my car paid off in a few years, and I'll probably do it then. Yeah. How many more years do you have? Uh, it'll be about three years, I guess. Three ish years. Hell yeah. February of 2026. Hey, so three years. Not too far. Not too far. We're already in almost May. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it'd be there before we know it, and then I'll have my car paid off, and that's five hundred bucks a month. I don't have to spend on a car. Not at all, man. That's five hundred bucks a month I could spend towards a computer. Yeah, save up and give it that way that fast. Good God, man. Yeah, exactly. We are recording, just so you know. He's like financially speaking. Yeah, Coke. I'm not Coke. I'm sorry, shot to Coke. Um, mm-hmm. Stone makes enough cash. <laughs> I make okay money. <laughs> okay, money. <laughs> I think there's a conversation I would talk to you about after the podcast. I don't feel comfortable talking about it. Not with me, but like something in the area, which, I don't know, it's kind of weird. I had to talk to one of our mutual friends about it. Like, really? Some of this stuff I'm seeing on Facebook right now. Shit's weird. Shit's weird. <laughs> and you know what I mean by that? Like, wait, what? Shit's weird. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Let's see. <laughs> Well, maybe we're getting podcasts. We're so 193. I'm in podcasts. And she parried today. I just have stone. Just stone. Just no, me. Number two thought yes. she was going to be here today, but she had to work. <laughs> Story of our lives. Story of our lives. She has to work on weekends. Shout out to not GameStop. But shout out to her, though. <laughs> not from her, dude. Anyway, we got video game news and why you might be interested in the gaming community. About that shit along the way. And occasionally walk it back. I don't mm-hmm. think we. Had much to walk back in quite some time. Yeah, not in, not in recent months, I think. Oh my gosh, it's ugh. we've been talking shit free and clear. There's a, like seriously, a lot of this shit's been on the on the nose. Ugh, I hate that phrase. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's see, what have you been playing, Sound? Anything new or exciting? Nah, I'm pretty boring. Just like satisfactory. Yeah, you know, we started a, a game, uh, a new world in Satisfactory uh, a few weeks ago. That's been going pretty smooth uh, when I can get everybody on together. Um, been playing, you know, World of Warcraft Classic, raiding in Old War. Yeah, I hear about it every night, guys. <laughs> We're roommates. <laughs> I was like, yeah. He's like, I got hear shit me to do. Cussing out all the dumbasses I raid with. I don't think, I haven't heard you cuss out anyone since you left your last guild, I think. Mm hmm. The other guild, like, you just weren't having fun, from what I could tell. No, it was not. Well, you know, I, I was running that guild, unfortunately. I was running it and raid leading, and I'm like, this is too much. I just can't do it. Yeah, it almost made you stop playing, it felt like. <laughs> yeah, really So, did. do you think you still play for, like, the next few months, or? Uh, I think so. Um, we're about, I, I think we're getting pretty close to phase three um, of the, the content of Wrath of Lich King. Um, which will be trial of the trial of the crusader. Uh, it's a 
it's a it's an okay raid, but honestly, it it'll be over in like forty five minutes to an hour at mm-hmm. most. You know, yeah, it's not a very long raid. I think there's only like six bosses in it oh, altogether. Wow. Yeah, it it was kind of like it was more for story, and the content was more like filler between Old War and um, and Ice Crown Citadel. Mm-hmm. Ice Crown Citadel is that's that's the thing. That's what everybody wants to do because that is. We're killing the Lich King. You know, hey, that's the name of the expansion, Wrath of the Lich King, right? Yeah. It's like, oh, we're going to go fight fucking Arthas, and it's going to be epic as shit. And it is. Uh, but yeah, so that's what everybody's waiting on. I don't think we're going to see that until probably closer to the fall, oh, if I had wow. to guess. Um, it might be like August, you know. But it'll, it'll be a while. Uh, because... Whenever uh, Phase 3 launches, which it still hasn't yet, and we're probably not going to get it until like the end of May at the earliest, um, it's probably going to be another four months before ICC launches. Yeah. So after Lich King, I guess this expansion, do you play anymore? Do you see yourself playing anymore? I've been asking myself that. Um, because the whole the concept behind World of Warcraft Classic, right, is that... You're playing the game as it was, you know, 15 years ago, right? So you're you're exploring the world of Vanilla WoW. You're going back through, you know, the Burning Crusade, which is an awesome expansion. Mm-hmm. Playing through Wrath of the Lich King, which some like some people consider Wrath of the Lich King to be the best expansion for World of Warcraft and the natural conclusion to World of Warcraft's storyline. Uh, because that is where you kill Arthas. And Arthas is involved in like... like it, it, basically, he's like the end point of like a bunch of major plot lines. Of like the paladins and uh, all the undead. And the culmination there. Uh, you know, even the storylines in the Burning Crusade are wrapped into Arthas. Because like the, um, like the undead like lord... Um, I forget what the fuck his name is. But the, the guy that created Arthas came from the planet that you go to on the Burning Crusade expansion. So, um, so the, after that, there is the Cataclysm expansion, which a lot of people widely regard as the starting, the beginning of the end for WoW. That's where it started to go downhill. Okay. Um, it's also where the world was irrevocably changed and is now, Azeroth is now the same way in the current expansion as it was in Cataclysm. So after they revamped it in Cataclysm, that's what that's what the game looks like now. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people think that World of, like Cataclysm Classic kind of misses the point of Classic. Yeah, so because it is like, well this is just how the game is now, but it's just like with the like old character classes, you know. Yeah. I think 14 is going to uh, suffer something similar to that because they wrapped up so much in this last in the in Walker mm-hmm. and like whatever they go from here just feels like whatever like because it's the end of a big saga like a bit so just like well yeah. everything else is just add on yeah and I really like the game but it's like well what's next you know yeah it's like what's next is it worth it you know and that's kind of the thing so I'm, I'm up in the air about Cataclysm I don't really know um Cove really likes Cataclysm. Apparently, really? like that's his favorite expansion. 
uh, because he's always been more of a PvPer. Um, and for PvP, it was great because that's the start of rated battlegrounds for PvP and World of Warcraft. Oh, okay, I didn't realize that. Yeah, it, because as it is right now, you you can't get like uh, there's not like a leaderboard for battlegrounds. There is for like arenas, which are like small, like two v two, three v three, and five v five. But yeah, the they took that system and then applied it to battlegrounds in um, Cataclysm. Mm-hmm. And, that's what he really liked about it. Okay. Um, so I don't know if he if he wants to play it, I'll probably play it with him. Yeah, I was I've been trying to play some Xenoblade Chronicles Three, mm-hmm. like just because like I, I'm one of my favorite series, and for some odd reason, ugh, good gosh, the story's really good. I talked to one of my friends, shout out to him. Um, he said it's a very long story and it's a very long game, and I see that. But the problem is, is that the escalation where I'm at on chapter two, you know, like I'm, I just finished chapter two and at the end, I, I don't know if it's going to follow the same pacing thing. Like where at the end you do all this like big boss fight and then you have to do another boss fight and then mm-hmm. do, but mixed in with story to get to the point of like the gameplay across, you know, it's a lot thrown at you at once. And just like, I just wanted to travel, travel here guys. Or like I just I'm like it's late because you know I'm a late night owl, but right, it just right. takes forever. Like the story driven part of it, take mixed in with the boss fight, mm-hmm. just makes the entire feel longer. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Like everyone's saying, like this is their favorite game of last year, that kind of stuff. Not knocking the game for that. It kind of might be like that. Uh. God of War mentality, where everything is on point, but mm-hmm. it's a little too much. <laughs> yeah, it, the systems eventually start clashing with each other, and like not like, like seriously, like it'd be like you do like here is what happened. I did a boss fight, mm-hmm. got cutscenes, fought another boss, mm-hmm. beat him all the way down, another cutscene, beat that, had to fight that same boss again because he. Like, got into its final stage. That kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Then, after that, you got more story, all this extra stuff. I'm just like, I just want to hit the save button and go to sleep. Yeah. (laughs) You know? (laughs) I just want to hit the save button and go to sleep. Yep. And it's not a bad game, but just, like, it's an RPG in that way. I'm trying to stay away from the word JRPG, because apparently it's, you know... Apparently that has negative connotations ne- for some negative reason. Negative connotations, that kind of stuff. Yeah, I forgot to get the HelloFresh book. We're not sponsored by HelloFresh, but there's a box out there that I forgot to cancel. I'll make it probably this week. We'll have more food. Don't forget, you got a turkey leg in there. Yeah, I've been meaning to eat it. <laughs> it's, the stuff keeps coming up. <laughs> like turkey leg, turkey leg, turkey leg. I don't know. Uh, my friend uh, said, look, she's a vegetarian. She said... That turkey leg makes you want me to unsmother my carnivore in me. Well, you can always eat it. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, where would you like to start? Star Wars? Yeah, let's start with Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, well, it's kind of the big one, right? It just came out, you know, a fairly anticipated sequel, I think. Fairly? Yeah, you know. I, fairly. I, well, I don't think it's like, it's not like hugely anticipated. Like I feel a, like it was. 
I don't think it was like an Elden Ring or anything. Oh, or nothing like, like a, that. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. I'm like, that's like a hugely anticipated title. So it's like, not like Zelda. It's not like Zelda. Yeah, yeah. It's not like a huge <laughs> game, but it's like people are excited about it. You know, yeah, I it's like was this is like a, excited. It's like a fairly anticipated game. Yeah, fairly. Yeah, fairly. Yeah. And it's getting uh, it's getting review bombed. Well, apparently that's because it needed more time in the oven. It seems uh, people are having <laughs> issues with horrible optimization. Uh, it does use de novo anti-piracy software. Yeah, like you explained to me before we started. I was like, okay. Yeah, uh, you know, like I said, there's you, you see this every so often. Like, I, I feel like it at least once a quarter you hear about, uh, you know, the Nuvo anti-piracy software causing issues with the game, causing performance issues, getting cracked day one, you know? Yeah. Um, and so it's de novo strikes again. Uh, but... I mean, overall, like, critics have rated it highly because the content of the game, it seems like it's there. You know, it, it, the, the, you know, sequel aspect to it is great. You know, you're not starting over from square one. Cal remembers his journey. Which from, is so great. Right. You actually know how to force pull and push off the bat. Mm-hmm. You get the the double uh, the dual blade lightsaber off the bat. You don't have to go hunting for it. You automatically have it. Well, I mean, to be fair, like when you start the first one, Fallen Order, that's how it starts out. It starts out like a standard kind of sequel, where like, oh, you did all this shit before, but you forgot. Now you got to yeah. relearn it. Yeah, you know. But I just like that carryover. It's different compared to like uh, Kingdom Hearts Three. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> fuck that shit. Yeah. That game pissed me off. <laughs> it's a different than Kingdom Hearts 3. Like, uh, well, Sora has to relearn this, all his stuff. I'm like, wait, what? We've been doing this for like five games now. Why do you got to relearn? Kingdom Hearts 3 is the Donald of that franchise. <laughs> Always fucking letting me down. <laughs> <laughs> Donald did because of the clutch sometimes for me, but whatever. Nah, fuck Donald. <laughs> I love Donald. Not healing fucking ass. Oh, <laughs> gosh. Stupid ass duck. It's supposed to be the mage of the entire thing. But he can cast his head of flare whenever he wants to. Yeah, I guess so. Fuck. <laughs> the only one in fucking history to ever do it. That's right. I'm like, yeah, the duck. Yeah, that's right. Don't mess with the duck. <laughs> but, or you get the bill. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't kill you. <laughs> so I guess you would get the bill. <laughs> anyway, so it, IGN gave it like a nine. Uh, it's like a doctor. He's <laughs> Doesn't heal you, but you still get the bill. <laughs> <laughs> that's why you're like, I hate dog. My insurance covers this shit. Why no, am I paying I, you? I hate the American healthcare system. There's <laughs> yeah. a difference. Yeah. That's another story. <laughs> yeah, you're like, my insurance pays this. Why the fuck am I going to pay you still, too? <laughs> it's only 60 bucks. And it's still low. <laughs> Bro, they sent me to fucking collections. Wait, what? I owe, I owe the clinic over here like 80 bucks. And I just, I haven't been able to pay it because every time I call them, it's a whole other thing. But they sent, me, they sent me to fucking collections because I haven't paid them for like four months. And I owe me like $80. <laughs> I remember when the library said that they were going to send me to collections. Wait, what are you talking about? It's only 60 bucks or something. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, we can still send you to collections. I'm like, for what? 60 bucks? <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, <laughs> I was like, I can pay it right now if I want to. I just don't want to. Because that's the thing, though. Every time I pay the library, I'm a, I'm a reader, too, and like sometimes you just forget to you know send mm-hmm. the books back. Every time I pay 60 bucks, the next month, they knock out the fucking fees that you owe. I'm like, why? Because you just wait it, you know? Mm-hmm. 
Love you guys. Um, but anyways, this rollout for from what I played has been awful for Jedi Survivor. Um, and what I mean by that, like people, uh, it's not just me, because like you know how I am. I don't really notice that type of stuff. You know, like cuts and things like that. Mm-hmm. But when I say that the cutscenes themselves jump everywhere, really. In terms of like transitions, uh, you would just have to play it for yourself or just look over yourself some because it's it's jarring how like it, you'll be looking at one screen all of a sudden it like cuts to another one like super fast and then like goes back like uh this is a little too much for me. I'm actually just running through the world and it stutter like I can see it stutter. Mm-hmm. I can see it, and I'm playing in performance mode. Not quality mode, just performance mode. It's just, um, in terms of fighting, I don't know how they got away with this. What do you mean? In terms of, like, combat, I don't know how they got away with this. <laughs> like, we were t- I was talking to the uh, ACG Discord, and, like... You don't we think talking- the combat's good? It's not. And, and I mean this in a way that... You can only select two of the four stances at all times. Mm-hmm. You can't just do like a radio wheel of all four stances. But you can switch between the two. Huh? You can switch between the two. So you can do like a hot swap between the two. Yeah. All right, that's cool. But when it comes to leveling up, though, you can you get to level up each one individually. So it's like, well, mm-hmm. and seeing how this game is like a Souls-like, you're going to put most of your time into either four of them you can only select the two you know i thought there were five stances yeah okay but you can only you can only select two yeah yeah, yeah. and the only way you can change change them out is when you go to like the meditation spot and Mm -hmm. switch it out like okay cool yeah i mean i'd heard that each of the stances were unique in that way but that they're what like they were kind of like deep as a puddle sort of thing like there wasn't a lot of depth in each one. There's not. That's what I'm saying. There's not a lot of like, I like playing with the dual blade of what was called Jarkai because you were dual wield. Mm-hmm. Dual wield. It was like, well, why would I do the like the Darth Maul then if I have two lightsabers? There's mm-hmm. no point. So I'm just like, well, I guess the other one would just be my normal lightsaber, you know? Yeah. I, that would be kind of cool to swap back and forth between like, you know, split and like double bladed though. Yeah, like, so you would do that back and forth. So, Thanks. It's, it's, I thought that too, but it's like, well, mm-hmm. there's no point in using the other one because the further you go one, you can you're mm-hmm. gonna go like, well, I don't need this extra stuff. Uh, based off what I've seen so far, I watched a video from Skill Up. He can't recommend it at all because mm-hmm. like respawn, as far as the Star Wars game itself, it's fantastic. Having ball, mm-hmm. but in terms of like performance, uh, like I said, just running through the area and it's just stuttering. I'm like, all right, this ain't good for my health. I can tell. <laughs> um, Cal Kestis is great. Mm-hmm. Had no problem with it. Uh, I put maybe two, three hours in it. And I just had to go. I just had to stop and ask myself, is this just me? Or is this just something else? And Xbox Series X is just inferior in terms of like... Uh, Fidelity. I don't know if you knew that or not. Because hmm. they did like a side-by-side comparison between the PS5 and the Xbox. 
it dips down a lot. Really? It dips down like into the 30s. The PS5 version does? No, the Xbox Series X. Oh. Um, I'm not trying to take a super hot take with this, but it is hot because I took the day off to try to play it. Um, Mm -hmm. What? You want to know how big this game was when I downloaded it? Mm -hmm. 150 gigs. I was like, I looked at it before I hit the buy button and went, why does that say 150 gigs? For the PlayStation version? Yeah. Wow. That's what threw me off. I'm like, huh? Surprising. I wonder, is it the same size for all of them? Uh, it's 100 gigs on Xbox. And one of my friends, he sent me the uh, thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he sent me, uh, he bought it because he's using my Xbox right now. Because he's like, hey, I'm not using my Xbox. Someone needs to, you know? <laughs> Let's see. And he said, like, it was like a two-hour download time for him. I'm like, good God, dude. Don't you have good internet? He's like, I do. Make sure. I'm looking at it right now. 104 gigabyte needs an update. So, yeah. It just... And, of course, they did... Respawn did say it's not living up to their expectations on PC. That brings a bigger question, then, uh, than for Ustone. Is PC getting left behind right now? Because this game is getting review review bombed bad on Steam right now. Nah, I think it. Um, it. I think it's just the priority of the developer, right? Yeah. So, whenever you're developing a game for a console, you have a known quantity that you're working with. You know exactly what hardware is in the console, and you know exactly how to tweak it to make it work better for the console, right? For PC, it's another bear entirely, um, because you have to you have to make the game such that it can work on a wide variety of hardware, right? You don't know what the customer is going to have that they're going to play this game on. So, unless you spend a lot of time fine tuning the game and making sure that the quality is there, um, while still maintaining a good performance then you're not going to have a good time on PC. Mm-hmm. Because there's going to be... A, unless you're playing on a super high-end system, um, then you're just going to have a hard time playing on PC. Which, uh, what a lot of developers do is they just give, like, the recommended specs as just, like, an outrageous fucking PC build. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, super top-of-the-line parts and stuff like that. Um you know, purely because it's like, well, you just throw more hardware at the problem and then you don't have to actually do any tuning, you know? Mm-hmm. And that sounds like a very EA solution to me. Yeah. Just saying. But <laughs> um, that's kind of the issue is that, you know, it's if the developer is not used to, you know, optimizing for PC, then they might have a hard time with it. It's respawn, though. Yeah. I think they would know what they're doing. You would think. <laughs> I'm not even trying to sound mean or anything like that. Didn't they make Titanfall? Yeah, or something. Well, like, yeah, but you see how Titanfall's going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, like, they made this, you know? You would think it would be... I thought because Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order was good on PC. I, I didn't hear anything bad about it. Me either. But, like I said, it's, you know, it's a new title, freshly out, and if it's... If they didn't spend enough time, you know, getting everything right, then that's what happens. I mean, like, also, it's like, this might be, this might be the next Cyberpunk, the way it is going right now. 
Could be. Yeah, but that's the thing, though. This isn't on. OG. I don't think it. I don't think it's as bad as Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk was a broken mess. Yeah. Like, this has its issues. Don't get me wrong. That need to be addressed. But it's not a broken game. No, it's not a broken game. But I wonder, can they make the cutscenes feel smoother? Through updates or patches? I'm not for sure. Well, I'm not, it would depend on what you mean by cutscenes feeling smoother. Um, Where the camera doesn't feel so jumpy or anything like that. If there's just a bunch of cuts, then... Uh, like jump cuts, and yeah, I mean, that's just going to be part of it. That's just how it is. I mean, you could you could just, like, put in new cutscenes, but I highly doubt they're going to do that. Mm. That's a director issue, is what that is. Okay, because it just... I'm not the only one that thought, said that. Someone I, thought it looked good, and they said, yes, do it that way. And then, no, it doesn't. That's what I said, but everything else is that they captured Star Wars so right. Having a fun time. What I the, mean, honestly, a bunch of fucking like hard cuts is pretty fucking Star Wars, in my opinion. There's a lot of that in the movies. Like, just straight, just hard cut, and like, mm-hmm. hard cut. Yeah, you're not wrong. I think the Mandalorian does a better job of staying away from that shit. Yeah, but they still have their shit in there, too. Oh, God. Don't get me started. <laughs> but no, uh, do you plan on... This is a wait for sale for you, right? Yeah. Especially because I'm buying a bunch of minis for uh, Dragonlance. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, listen, Stone has gave in to his true DMing side. He's going to do it. And I might have a one-shot person run. Might. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Give me a I little like bit. One, I like huh? one shots. Give me a little bit, and I think we might be able to pull a one shot off. There you go. I just, you know, I just don't know if I can give myself into like you know a full story when I'm writing that story. You know, <laughs> that's all. Uh, let's see what else we got here. So, Jedi Fallen Order is out right now. Play it, but just be warned. Yeah, because when uh, Jacob talked to me yesterday, he's like, "Man, you probably seen the stuff for." Uh, uh, Zelda, you know the performance on that, but what my bro, don't talk to me about performance. <laughs> mm. uh, wait till you play Jedi Fallen Order. I mean, I mean, uh, Survivor. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's see, what's next? Uh, Age of Wonders. This looks like another game that you would play. Uh, yeah, it is a fantasy style 4X strategy game. So basically, civilization, but you know, without like realistic and grounded civs. So, um, it seems interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was like, I figured you would be, you guys dig those, you, uh, your 4X games from, from time to time. Yeah, I mean, I love Civ, you know, and it, it, I'm looking at screenshots of it, and it just, it looks like Civ, but with dragons. He's like, oh, well, there's a selling point. <laughs> What's well, not the like? <laughs> <laughs> What's a, dra- a dragon? Okay, cool, fine. Yeah, okay. right. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I like Civ, I don't know if I'll, Maybe if it goes on sale. It's a way for sale. Oh, man, oh, man. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and skip down. And we'll get back to some of this. I want to talk about this fucking... Uh, what's the name of it? The Alrog. The the Asus. Rog Alley. The Asus. They're... Uh, the Rog Ally. Rog Ally. Yeah, it could be the, uh, the Steam Deck Killer. Could be the Steam Deck killer less than a thousand dollars. I'm like, ah, that's not gonna be a killer for me then. Well, if it's the same price as the Steam Deck, then surely it has better parts in it, right? Um, 
But they haven't released, released the price of it yet. That's the problem. I, uh, there's a leak putting the price at $700. Yeah. I think I could pass on that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see the difference, really. Well, it's got a Z1 Extreme 8-core CPU in it and 512 gigabytes of storage. Anyway. Is that good? I don't know what is even going to this. Well, I need to look at the... Uh, uh, the Z1 Extreme, uh, I think, is one of the newest uh, Intel processors. Uh, let me look at it real quick. Get it pulled up here. Oh, no. That is a an Amazon chipset. Excuse the fuck out of me. Walk that back real quick. Okay. A little quick tech in tech. Stone's tech corner. <laughs> right. Well, AMD is known for doing like uh, specialty chips and stuff like that. That's kind of where their bread and butter is at. Both the Xbox and PlayStation are built off of AMD like modified chipsets. Yeah. Um, so that's that's what they do. That's how they, um, you know, keep with their business and everything. Mm-hmm. So, pretty much. But the thing is, though, the cool thing is that you can run everything on it. You can run Game Pass, you can run Steam, anything on Windows. <sighs> no, that's got a pretty good TDP. It's only 15 to 30 watts. You know, as opposed to, you know, full desktop size. Yeah. Units, which can be a lot more. Um, yeah, so the Z1 Extreme has eight cores, capable of 16 threads, which is pretty good. That means it can process a lot of different, um, computations at once. Mm. Can you play a dot? Probably. I think a lot of people have moved away from okay so the the uh, Z1 extreme is uh, an APU is uh, an accelerated processing unit so it, it is a central processing unit for um, like mathematical calculations and such and then also a graphics processing unit so it's all on one chipset oh that's cool Mm -hmm. Which you would need to do with something like a handheld or a mobile device like that. Anyway, so it's part of it. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, let's see. What does the Steam Deck have in it? Extreme chip that promises to be very dope. Valve's portable gaming machine. It's a yeah. So the the high the high end Steam Deck um, has 512 gigabytes of NVMe storage. Let me look at the full technical spec. Yeah, love the tech corner. Speculation. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like we're gonna buy either one of these. <laughs> we're just like, oh, yeah. I mean, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, like, I thought about buying this thing, but we're like, yeah, we're good. Okay, so the the Steam Deck has a Zen two unit in it, whereas the Z one Extreme is Zen four architecture, so it is two generations newer. Ah, there we go. There it is. Mm-hmm. Uh. It uses a lot less power, though. Uh, the The Steam Deck APU uses uh, four to fifteen watts of power, mm -hmm. uh, depending on load. 
whereas the Z1 uses at minimum 15 watts of power. So I would assume based off of that, that either the, the ROG Ally um, will have, it'll either be heavier because it'll have to have a bigger battery to accommodate or it'll have a shorter runtime. Yeah. Oh, uh, from what people have said, it's kind of heavy. Okay, so it's going to be heavier then. Uh, which makes sense because you want to be able to boast that you can game for several hours, you know. Um, I think the Steam Deck, you can only run it for like eight hours, right? Before you have to charge it up again. Oh, really? Is that right? Something like that. I mean, I don't have... I'm not privy to those type of details, but... Uh, I don't think I remember seeing that. Let me look it up real quick. Uh, uh, uh. These are these are the fun things that you get to learn about different tech. Let me get your jingle going. There we go. You want more jazz? No, you, do, you, do you like jazz? Then? I don't know. <laughs> more of a hip-hop kind of guy. Yeah. Hip-hop jazz. Yeah, there, we'll do that. Seems fun, right? <laughs> Let's see. Let's see. It looks like if you're running games in like high quality or super resolution mode, you can drain the battery of the Steam Deck in about 90 minutes. Holy shit. Valve's got some work to do then. Yeah. Uh, if you do some things like turn the Wi Fi off, uh, you know, dim the brightness on the screen. You can get the battery range up to like seven to nine hours. Seven to nine? Or seven hours and nine minutes, rather, is what they said. It's like, um, this is according to a PC Gamer article. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. From last year. Hmm. Okay. But yeah, so... If you can game on it, you know, for about two hours, that's probably all right. Yeah. I'll just take one my Switch. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it's like, it's it's a full gaming PC in the palm of your hands. And that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, me personally, if, I mean, I don't really game on the go like that. I don't even have a Switch. I don't really have a use for it. Yeah. You know, because it's like, if I'm... If I'm out, then I'm not playing games. If I'm at home, then I'm just going to play on my console or my computer. Yeah. For me, it's just like, uh, we were talking about this because I did get my Zelda Switch yesterday. Mm -hmm. I got everything transferred over. Thank the Lords. Thank the Nintendo Switch guys. And God of Jericho, the universe. But um, my biggest thing when I made that Switch, though, Stone, I kid you not. Mm hmm. If I lost my Pokemon Scarlet data, I would have been heartbroken. Because I lost my last data. Mm -hmm. Pokemon data for my Switch. And that was the biggest deal. I was like, well, if I lose this, then I'm not playing Pokemon Scarlet again. I was like, well, I don't know if it transferred over or not. So what you have to do is you have to download the fucking game first. And then see if it transferred. I'm like, it transferred! Yes! Yeah. And then I moved my uh, Animal Crossing Island over. Wiped it. About to get some money back from it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Help pay off the OLED that I just got. You know? Yeah. Make it look like I didn't lose anything. You know? Mm -hmm. But yeah. Uh, 
So I like how you said you don't like the green uh, Joy-Con though. <laughs> You're like, what's what's the point? It's, it's it's the one thing on it that's green. Everything else is white and gold. That is green and gold for some reason. <laughs> Why? <laughs> what did you do? Look at it deeper and go like, what the fuck, dude? No, I, I looked at it and I was like, why is that like that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking no. That shit would piss me off every time I seen it. <laughs> probably is every time I've you probably seen me play like, Stupid. Stupid shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to use the Joy-Cons because it's like, you know what? I don't want to spend another $80 just to not use Joy-Cons. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. Uh, Jacob really thinks that they need to come out like with a Switch 2 or a Switch Pro at this point just so we can have better hardware. <sighs> I don't think it's going to happen. You don't think so? Nah. You don't think we're going to another Switch? I don't think so, because Nintendo's weird. You think it'll go away from handheld? No, I think they'll make another handheld, but they'll probably make like a Switch 2. That's what I'm saying, like a Switch 2. Well, they'll make a Switch 2 with like different stuff, and you have to rebuy all your games. That's that's how they do it. You know you know it in your heart to be true. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you fucking lie to me. <laughs> what, if they, what if they do do the, like, you can actually transfer everything over and like spend this much money for it? Yeah, you give us a thousand dollars and fucking sign away your firstborn child, and <laughs> we'll give you access to Mario again. Are you telling me that Nintendo's the mafia of gaming? Yeah. <laughs> Listen, they're in their own little fucking world with fucking high as a kite plumbers in a fucking mushroom kingdom. Okay. They got a dragon as a turtle for as a turtle shell. I don't fucking know, man. <laughs> we got peaches. Anyways. They got, they got to fucking sue a, a damn hacker for 30% of his life savings for the rest of his fucking life. Did you see that shit? Yeah, I did see it. <laughs> How do you feel? It's fucking... Dumb. Like, look. I, I get it. He violated your IP. I understand <laughs> he did a crime. I'm with you. I- Nobody is arguing that he did not do a crime. <laughs> okay. Fucking 30% of his earnings for the rest of his fucking life? Are you shitting me? Do fucking what? <laughs> Nintendo fucking made a fucking slave is what they did. Are you sh- How are we letting that happen? That is fucking wild to me. I should not be laughing, but that's funny as hell, though. It's safe to like, for the rest of your life, though? Like, wait, what? Like, literally, yeah. <laughs> that is what the, like, the rest of his fucking life, 30% of his earnings. Maybe. 10 for, like, 5%, maybe. Another 25? Why even, like, I mean, no. Yeah, no, right. Dude was already in fucking jail for two years over this shit. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know. Charge him with the felony and put him on pr- probation for like 10 years or something. You know, maybe charge him with a fine of some sort that he can pay back in some way. But like 30% of his earnings forever? Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> He's a, there's a mob of gaming. <laughs> If Sony pulls some shit like that, you'd be like, wait, what? 
Benny would pull shit like that and be like, wait, what? <laughs> if anybody, yeah. Anybody. <laughs> okay, be careful, guys. This is me. Uh, Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom uh, stuff is starting to pour out leaks and stuff online. Be wary of the internet when it comes to Zelda. I mean, you know, just be wary of the internet, period. Be wary of the internet, period. But just full stop. <laughs> Huh? Full stop. Be, full, be, be wary of the internet. Full stop. Full stop. Just be wary. If you, if you stumble upon it, so people are just wondering about the performance because they had to. Because uh, people have been talking about it. They've loved everything that they played about the game. They haven't seen any story. They've just seen all the, you know, fusion shit, which is cool to them. Um, the biggest question is when people are testing these games out, Stone, because mm-hmm. I'm not for sure. Are they playing the final product, or are they playing a build? What do you yeah, like? So they say like that when people like IGN or something like that say they've been able to play a few hours of it because they during their time, blah blah blah, and they talk about the performance and they say, well, we're hoping that uh, it can be, it won't be this way when we play the final version. Right. Even skill up said that, but there. My question to you is like, are they just playing a build of the game then, and not the final product, or is it the same thing? <clears throat> so you know how like a game is said it's it, a game goes gold, yeah. Right, going gold. What that means is, in today's terms, what that means is the game is feature complete. Yeah. So that there is no, they're not adding any more features to the game. They're not removing anything. The game is playable start to finish. Mm-hmm. But it probably still has a plethora of bugs. You know, there's performance issues. There's a bunch of things that are wrong with it that need to be addressed, but the game is playable. Okay? That is why, technically, Cyberpunk was able to come out. Yeah. yeah technically, <laughs> yeah, you're right. You know, the, that is essentially what happened is... So whenever reviewers get copies of the games, they typically get copies of the games a few weeks before it comes out, you know, so that they have time to play through it all the way, write up how they feel about it, and post a review, you know, either a day or two before or the day it comes out or whatever, Mm -hmm. right? Well, when they do that, they're playing like the gone gold version of the game, basically. The game that's like, okay, like, this is it. We put in the final cutscene. You can, you know, kill the final boss. Like, slap the game together. Here you go. Now you can play it. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, while they're playing that and reviewing it, the devs are still working on the game to, you know, fix bugs, mm-hmm. fix weird collision issues, patch in, like, performance updates, and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And that's where your day one patch comes in. So your day one patch usually fixes all that shit. Because it's like, all right, well, we went gold like two months ago. We were still working on the game. We got it working better now. So that's why reviewers are like, I really hope the game's working better whenever it comes out. Because they're playing, like, they're playing 1.0. They're playing the finished game. But usually what we play as consumers is version 1.1. Yeah. Because it's the day one patch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Because like everyone's like, well... There's a lot going on, and they're like, well, it just kind of, like, slows down like, when it comes to combat, when it comes to the game. But they're mm-hmm. just saying, this might this might have been a build that's not 
even remotely close to what we're going to play at the end. Yeah, uh, because they're probably just playing, like I said, they're probably just playing the slap together, like, Gone Gold feature complete version of the game, and that's it. Yeah. You know, uh, they're playing version 1.0, and we get to play version 1.1. Mm-hmm. So. That makes sense. Well, I can't wait, because we're only a few weeks away. It's actually Mother's Day weekend. <laughs> See you, Ma. <laughs> I'll probably take my mom out if she will allow me. <laughs> She's probably still mad. <laughs> It'd be all right. <laughs> Sounds like she'd be all right. <laughs> right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyways, expensive headphones gives you a waifus. <laughs> I mean, I mean if you like a waifus, I guess. How much? I didn't really. I saw the story, but I didn't actually see how much they cost. Forty dollars, three hundred sixty. Holy shit! What do they show? Where the headphones look like? I mean, I don't. I'm still trying to read this article. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So the let me click on these links in the article here. I guess go take a look at some of this stuff. Uh, yeah, so they're saying the, the Moondrop, uh, Blessings 2 earbuds. Yeah, they're $360 fucking dollars. <laughs> yeah. That's more expensive than the freaking, uh, iPod. <laughs> iPod, I had earbuds. Yeah, but the ear, earbuds don't have, uh, or the earpod, uh, the Apple iPods don't have fucking waifus printed on them, you know? What? Waifu is waifu. I want to see like Moondrop 2 headphones. I'm pretty sure there's got to be like a Google. Yeah. I'm just looking through the part, the product description here and they've got a bunch of like different graphs for like uh, sound quality and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. For like how well it, it um, you know, produces certain sounds and such. So... I don't you I would say that any uh, any headphone that has you know graphs of like their sign you know their sound waves in it uh, are probably pretty good quality I would assume I'm looking at them right now they ain't bad looking man uh, the they're waifus, on Amazon the waifus or the headphones the what both <laughs> it would be both, both of them <laughs> but for like the like the cheapest you can get this shit for is 320 bucks yeah. Yeah. On Amazon, too, by the way. <laughs> Hashtag not sponsored. Hashtag please sponsor. <laughs> Hashtag not sponsored. No, these are the original Blessing 2. I'm just trying to look for a review. Pretty good. I'm just read a review. Right out the box, I was not impressed with these. They didn't sound like all the drivers were working at their peak performance. However, when I plugged into the Quido exact can control the zone. That is where the five stars come in. Huh. Cool. Shout out to you on Amazon. No. For letting us know that the quality is great. You want to buy some? That's, that's going to be a good birthday present for you, Stone. I, you look, you want to <laughs> buy me some? I'll use them. I ain't buying them. <laughs> Stone's like, it ain't it, man. I ain't got that kind of money. I gotta fucking buy D and D minis. It's <laughs> way more expensive than this. Oh shit! <laughs> overtime, at least overtime. Uh, let's see, Metacritic uh, to improve moderate moderation after Horizon Forbidden West review bomb. Yeah. Um. Well, I mean, just the fact that people can review bomb 
um, it, it, it's been an issue that has needed to be addressed for a long time. Um, but yeah, it, with the Horizon burning, uh, Horizon, Horizon Forbidden West burning Shores DLC launch, uh, there was a wave of abusive and disrespectful reviews that got applied online on Metacritic. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they are, uh, looking to, uh, how did they put it? Evolve its process. <laughs> Okay. For aggregating those uh, reviews, I have a question though. Mm-hmm. I haven't played it. It's none of my business. All I, you know, I support the community, the LGBT, LGBTQ plus community. Was Aloy gay in the first one? I thought she had a boyfriend in the first one. No, no. Uh, I mean, there wasn't any sort of talk about. Um, her sexuality in the first one. Oh, but oh, but oh, boy, or whatnot. He was like kind of interested, and you said, "I think I asked you, like, yeah, they had kind of a thing in the first game." No, he was into her, but she wasn't into him. Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay, because in this one, they they apparently made it that uh, you can romance. Okay. And it doesn't bother me, which which led to this. Yeah, honestly, I, I didn't I didn't realize that that was what had started it. But yeah, yeah, uh, that makes sense now. Yeah, <laughs> but people it are makes awful. Sense. Like I said, people are awful. But like I was just asking, like from her own personal, because like as the game itself, was like, well, I guess she didn't really have like another person. Uh, she was she was busy, <laughs> but she's always busy. Yeah. Well, I mean, so like if you th- like. The events of the game, um, basically, up until the point where she's nineteen, she lived a she lived a solitary life with her adoptive father, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she didn't she literally didn't even talk to anybody else from her tribe because they were considered outcasts and shunned. Yeah. Uh, so when she turns nineteen, she takes the proving test and becomes a brave. And then immediately gets thrust into this world-saving fucking prophecy bullshit. Yeah. And had, goes on her fucking adventure and has to, like, defeat ultimate evil, basically. Yeah. Right? It's like, I, I ain't got time for shit. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't got time for nobody's dick and nobody's pussy. <laughs> yeah, essentially. And like I said, like, I knew that everyone loved Seka. Seka? That's how you say her name. And, like, I finally figured that everyone loves that interaction between the two. And you can actually romance her in this. That's an option for the player. It's not, like, a thing that you have to do. So, for it to get botched the way that it's getting is unfortunate. You know? Yeah. Because everyone seems to love the burning chores. It picks up right where, you know, the Mm -hmm. end is. And I have a friend that loves the ending of two, but I know for me, you and a few of my other friends, Mm -hmm. it just felt unfilling. Yeah. It felt a little, it felt a little off, I think, but I've heard that the, uh, burning shores kind of redeems it in a way. Yeah. Uh, picks up where it left off and, and continues with it in sent like ends it on a good note. Yeah. Um, which I'm like, okay, that's probably fair. So, I need to play it. I haven't played it myself yet. Yeah. And but. honestly, because the way I felt is that, that I was, it was probably 2 o'clock in the morning. That final boss fight wasn't cool to me at all. Yeah, it was just kind of, I don't know. It, it was like, 
set dressing. It it was it was cotton candy is what it was. Yeah, and like I said, well, there was different phases. By the way, it became more aggressive. Like, but that's not a different phase. I would like a like a cutscene or something that shows me that mm. we're in the next phase, not like me just shooting my arrow the entire time and it looking like yeah. she's being more aggressive. That's not how. Mm-hmm. It's not immersive, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's not like uh, where you know you're in the next phase, mm-hmm. and that just makes it more of a video game because you know it. But like, just to say it becomes more aggressive, and then just to tell me, "Hey, we're coming out with a third one." Yeah, they did confirm that there's yeah. going to be a uh, uh, Horizon Three, mm-hmm. which I'm excited for. Yeah, I'm not, I'm going to play it. Mm-hmm. I wonder if this will be the end of Aloy's story. Has to be. You think so? Has to be. Based off of Burning Shore stuff or just like... In general. Yeah. In general, it has to be. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I think so. Um, like I say, I, I don't know. There's a lot of story to be told in that universe. And I think that there is a lot of cool things you can do with it. Um, keep it on the world, though. I, this whole... Mm-hmm. It makes it feel like... I'm watching Dragon Ball Z, and I'm being like very generous with that statement. But like, we're preparing for people to come to Earth in like a few months, so we got to get ready for it. Yeah, that's what it felt it feels like. And I'm not trying to down it or anything like that. It just feels like the Saiyans are coming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean that. <laughs> Keep it on Earth. <laughs> well, is it technically Earth? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but, it's but, Earth. Like I said, it's, I, Earth, it's Earth 2.0. It's a, the gameplay and everything that they do with this game is amazing, fantastic. Mm-hmm. It just people. I mean, I like <coughs> I like all the sci-fi bullshit that's in it, though. It's yeah. like I'm, I'm here for it. It's yeah, great. The sci-fi stuff is cool, but like, can we make the story a little better? Mm-hmm. I love Aloy. Have no problem if she beca- if she is gay. She's just like another Ellie. Like, love oh, these characters. Like, okay. Doesn't bother me whatsoever, but can we make the story a little better? Yeah. That's all. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with asking that, yeah. right? Same with mine. Like, my writing, they're like, well, can you make this better? Yeah, I'll make it better. Just tell me how. <laughs> Just do it again, but better. But better. Like, that's all. Uh, but I do want to play Burning Shores. Uh, you can squeeze about 10 hours out of it, they said. Mm-hmm. So, there's that. You think you'll play it soonish? I think so. Um, I'm not sure when, but I would like to play it. It's only twenty bucks, which was kind of surprising to me. Yeah, I kind of figured it'd be thirty bucks, thirty to forty or something like that. But God, if it was forty bucks, I'd take it. Fuck off. <laughs> really? Yeah, I ain't doing that. That's, <laughs> no, nope, nope, nope. That that would be wait for a sale territory for me. Twenty bucks though, that's a good price. Oh, so how do you, do you see this one? The merger blocks. Yeah. Um, that's been working in the works for a while now. Um, so the uh, the com- yeah com- the United Kingdom's Competition and Markets Authority uh, announced on Wednesday that it has decided not to allow the, the deal between uh, Microsoft and Activision Blizzard to go through, um, which is kind of wild to me until I kind of read into it a bit more um, because. Honestly, the AAA titles that uh, Microsoft's going to be getting, like Call of Duty and like, um, 
you know, Diablo and all the Blizzard stuff. Yeah. Those are red herrings uh, because Activision actually is the parent company for a lot of mobile games and cloud gaming. Yeah. Uh, and that's where all the money's at. Yeah, the cloud gaming. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's that's why they want the deal to go through. And I didn't even think about that because I, I didn't realize that was a thing. The, the cloud gaming. Because, mm-hmm. like, the next topic, or, like, they could probably go hand in hand is that the 10-year deal for cloud gaming for Microsoft trying to do. Mm-hmm. So, that's wild, too, though. Yeah, I, I believe that, um, yeah, Microsoft is going to, you know, appeal that, and they're going to try to move forward. Um, and to in a, pro, in a process to move forward, they've already struck another uh, 10-year cloud gaming deal. Yeah. Cloud gaming is cool, though, for real. I like cloud gaming. Yeah, I mean, well, Microsoft has all the infrastructure to support cloud gaming. They just need IP, mm-hmm. you know, uh, which is kind of why they were doing this whole deal. Um, but, yeah, the Microsoft and uh, the European cloud gaming platform, Inware, have signed a 10-year deal to stream PC games uh, built by Xbox on its platform. Hmm. It's all fascinating, bro. Mm-hmm. Wonder what this deal will go no. for. And they said, as well as Activision Blizzard titles after the acquisition closes. <laughs> <laughs> if it ever does. If it ever does, I did. Mm. Love them to death. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Respawn wants to make another Titanfall. Which is okay. I never played Titanfall. But no friends that do like it. Yeah. And. Just to go back about the ruling real okay, quick. Okay, go for it. Um, the, this, this rebuke comes from the UK, whereas Microsoft and Activision Blizzard are both based out of the US. Um, so they can't exactly stop it from happening, um, per se. But it is definitely a big signal to say that, like, hey, this is a problem. We don't like it. Uh, but essentially, uh, what would happen is that if Microsoft's deal goes through and the UK like denounces it and says, you know, don't do it or whatever, uh, then it's possible that Microsoft never like, deals in it just stops dealing in the UK. Yeah. True. So anyway. Big, big implications though. Big implications. I wonder when the deal goes I wonder when this final ruling goes through. Well, that, that is the, the final ruling, but I think the, the Department of Defense is looking into, um, well, probably not the Department of Defense, but I think well, one of the one of the federal U.S. Um, cabinets are looking into the deal as well, I think. They're probably the Federal Trade Commission. Yeah. We're not couch attorneys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we don't deal with that. Oh, uh, here's a big one for you, though, Stone. New Armor Core trailer. Came out. I mean, I'm excited about that. <laughs> uh, the trailer looks sweet. Uh, more excited about it. Uh, it said that it is releasing in it, August, right? August, August 26th. That might be a placeholder date, but... Mm-hmm. It looks promising. I saw it. I was like, ooh, I might actually play that. It doesn't have that... Uh, it definitely can tell they they uh, come from Sekiro. Oh, yeah. So as players will control highly mobile and highly customizable mechas. Yep. <laughs> that's, that's what you're here for. That's the thing, is that our like our armor core is a mecha game, right? 
there are many mecha games. There are many games where you can build a giant robot and pilot a giant robot, but there is no game like Armored Core. Really? <laughs> it is in a league of its own. Um, just the... Like, usually whenever you're doing, like, a mech game, they're they're giant robots and they feel slow and sluggish. Armored Core differentiates itself by having highly mobile and very agile um, machines. Like, even their slow units move pretty fucking quick. Really? Yeah. Um, one of my favorite games um, was uh, Armored Core 2. Armor Core 2? Yeah. Okay, why? Uh, let me see here. Armor Core 2. Uh, I'm just full of gameplay over what. Whoa. I'm just trying to see what Armor Core 6 looks like, 5 looks like. Yeah, it, there was a subtitle to it. It wasn't just Armor Core 2. It was. Uh... Hmm. Ah, that's what it was. Armor Core Last Raven. That was the one I played the fuck out of back on the PS2. Really? Yeah, it was great. Um, yeah, it just it had it had a lot of customization options. You know, uh, there was a lot of fast paced action. The story was cool. Uh, it just makes you wonder how Armor uh, how what uh, from software is going to do with it though for real. <laughs> mm-hmm. Ooh, I'm just looking at some of this game. Oh, was it multiplayer too as well? Uh, I think there was some multiplayer options. I'm not sure. I never really integrated. I, n- I never really used that because I didn't have like a network card for my PlayStation or anything. Yeah. Um, but there was a like leaderboard of NPC pilots that you could fight against too. Mm-hmm. And so that that was the whole thing is like getting to like the top of that leaderboard. Mm-hmm. Um. So like the the number one spot was ridiculous. I I still remember that fight. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> yeah, because that guy, that mech had its like speeds. Like everything was all about speed oh, for yeah. that one. It moved so fucking quick. Because uh, you had like a a booster rocket, right? So like you could you could move around, but then you had like to boost, and you could like move super fucking quick. Basically, yeah. I had to build a mirror mech, and so you just were boosting literally the entire fight. Just going so fucking fast. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at this gameplay right now just for like Armored Core 4, and mm-hmm. it seems like that's moving fast, just like number 5 was. Oh, yeah. So if it's just meant to be super fast, but you're... This is, looks fun, though, for real. I might have to play it when it comes out. This is definitely on the list. Oh, yeah. That's good shit. Because <laughs> yeah, I know George is excited for it. I know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This, this will be a fun time. I can't wait. A lot of good games come out this year. Um, You see the Redfall controllers that? <laughs> you know, I saw that article, but I hadn't actually looked at it. Before. You should look at them, man. They, they're actually not bad looking. I was like, okay, cool, 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 cool. I was like, what is it? I like that red one though, for real. The red and black one with yeah. like the vampire fangs. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about the other ones. I kind of like the the purple and black one. <laughs> yeah. I like, I like that combo. You know, the graffiti style is pretty cool. I'm with it. 
Uh, I don't know about the other ones, though. <laughs> Do you want to check that out this coming week? Do you have time? Oh, yeah, I can check that out. I mean, he's on Game Pass. <laughs> all right, all right. All right. <laughs> well, I think I let my Game Pass subscription lapse. I think I'd have to resign up, but yeah, it's not a big deal. I got some uh, codes upstairs. Did you want to use that? Oh, sure. <laughs> he's like, well. Yeah, sure, why not? I got some codes upstairs if you want them. I like I because I'm already paying the fifteen a month. Might as well just like eh, I can just give it. Let's get. He's like, okay, cool. Yeah, we'll do that. Do that. Play some Game Pass. But no, these these dudes look cool. I do like that uh, prototype one. I don't know. I where do we stand with Redfall? Just like you just got to play it for yourself, kind of thing. I think so. Um, I mean, it, it's kind of like Left 4 Dead inspired, right? Mm-hmm. So, from what I've seen of it, it, it seems like if you're, if you like, um, you know, Left 4 Dead with those like, uh, you know, mission base, like, kill all the things, go through the level sort of thing uh, with like hero shooter aspect yeah. to it. Um, so, I think, I think in practice, it'll probably play similar to Back 4 Blood. Oh, like the last one that came out last year? Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's a different development studio, so I'm sure it'll be a different take on it. And probably uh, a little better. Probably a little bit better. I hope they don't do, like, the card system. I don't like those. The card system they've been doing? Or just yeah, I, I, yeah, I never really care for that implementation. It's just like, let, let me just get access to the abilities and let me pick what I want. Yeah. You know? It's like, why, why do I need to be luck-based getting bullshit? You know what I mean? Yeah. Totally understandable, man. Uh, let's see. What else we got here? Let's see. Uh, Cyberpunk 2077, uh, Phantom Liberty. Uh, fans will get hands-on before the DLC comes out. How do you feel about that one? I think it's cool. Well, the so the Phantom Liberty expansion is only for current-gen consoles. Current-gen, PC. Yeah. Current-gen and PC. Because um, it's like... They they had to they had to get away from last gen you know they because that's it, that's the fucking problem with Cyberpunk it should have never came out on last gen consoles I didn't think it, it made no sense it never should have um, and even even the Burning Shores DLC is it's only PS5 yep and there's a reason behind it mm-hmm. I'm sure um, they've got to work make some DLC they're probably gonna say that too but they're probably just done I don't think they're gonna do DLC. Um, I don't, yeah, it doesn't really make a lot of sense for that one to have DLC, I think. Um, especially with all the post-game content there is there. Okay. Yeah, it, like there's plenty to do in the post-game. And I, I just, I don't think there needs to be DLC with it. Like they came out with the New Game Plus thing. I it, I don't know, maybe they will. I mean, it could be cool, don't get me wrong. Um, I don't see the point. You, well, you could explore some of the other uh, realms. Maybe. Okay, and you find them, that's cool. Yeah, well, I mean, you, you can already. You know, but it, it's like, that's what the DLC could be, potentially, I could see that. Like, oh, okay. Where you could explore some of the realms a little bit further. Um, You'll know when I start playing the game, when I'm, the more I start talking about it and asking you questions on the podcast about certain stuff. <laughs> yeah, so it looks like um, at Summer Game Fest Playdays, uh, they're going to have hands-on sessions for press and content creators with uh, Phantom, the Phantom Liberty expansion uh, so I don't mean that'd be interesting I it it tells me that if they're letting people 
if they're letting people with a, a wide audience come and play this and then talk about it, uh, then they must have some amount of confidence in it. And surely to God, with the debacle that was the launch of that game, they've actually, you know, did the quality work. controlled it this time. Yeah, did the work. Like I said, I really... If they decide to do it, Cyberpunk 2 could be good. If they made it Cyberpunk 2. Well, I, I before we get anywhere near that, I think... I think what's going to happen is they're going to do they're going to do Witcher Four. Witcher Four, yeah. They're doing a re. They've already said they're doing a remake of the original. Oh, did they actually confirm that one? Yeah. Okay. And cool. they're also confirmed to be working on some sort of spinoff. Um, so they've got a fair amount already on their plate for the development studio. I would assume that they before we even hear about talks about another another cyberpunk game, we're going to get Witcher Four and probably the remake. We'll see how it goes after that. After that, I think we start talking about, like, well, what would a Cyberpunk 2 look like, you know? Yeah. Um, honestly, just, I want more Cyberpunk anime. <laughs> yeah, you're like, what, more Edge Runners? Dude, I, it doesn't have to be Edge Runners, but Edge Runners was fucking dope. <laughs> yeah, man. Sheesh, uh, sheesh, sheesh. I just love that, man. I think it's going to be, like, I am excited for Phantom Liberty. I can't wait. Uh, let's see. Call of Duty board game. <laughs> I'm not playing it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It seems interesting if it's kind of like a, a strategy game like Risk or something. Yeah. Um, I mean, that could be interesting, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why they're making it, though. Like, who's this for? Like, who asked for this? Like, who asked for a board game? Right. Well, because, you know, people who play Call of Duty probably don't really do board games mm-hmm. I wouldn't think because they're all like that's all Call of Duty is it's fast paced action you know getting into the nitty gritty yeah <laughs> so hello hey Jacob you're on the a Game Podcast how you doing brother alright uh you okay yeah okay cool uh quick question did you open up your Monster Hunter board game yet or uh one of them is it Cool. Is it an actual board game or is that me and Sam were talking about it? No, it's an actual board game. Oh, is it with a bunch of miniatures yeah. and stuff? If you want to call them miniature. Oh, you're <laughs> <laughs> not that miniature then. <laughs> I mean, like, um, I forget the name of the dragon that Stone has in his den. Um, the Shardland dragon. Um, it's smaller than that. Nergigante was smaller than that. Okay. But still, I mean, it's like a almost 10 inch by 10 inch box and the the statue or figure takes up the whole box. Oh, damn. That's one of them. Yeah. I got Kushala, uh, Teostra, all the, uh, a bunch of the different... I got everything you could get. Okay. So, it, it, the only problem was I thought they were going to be painted for us. They're not painted, so oh. that kind of stinks. Ah, uh, we can paint them? I don't, know, <laughs> uh, I don't know if I consider myself a painter to do that, but... <laughs> Stone can do it. <laughs> Play it. I don't know if Stone's a painter or not himself. Uh, we were talking about how they're, they're making a Call of Duty board game. I know you kind of played Call of Duty. Would you play a Call of Duty board game? 
I <laughs> see. There you go, Stone. You're right. <laughs> I mean, uh, just being like, uh, here's the thing. This board game, there's so much to it. I don't know if I'm ever going to be able to fully learn this. And I don't know how I'm going to get it to places. I'm going to have to, like, have a storage tub on wheels. That's how much there is to this set. So Talk to the Warhammer like, guys. They have to transport all kinds of shit. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. Warhammer's a lot. <laughs> So, like, no, Stone, this is what he sent me. <laughs> just That's pretty big boxes, yeah. A lot, of, a lot of plastic in there, I bet. Yeah, there is. <laughs> I can't. Well, maybe we can read it and, like, I don't know, figure it out. I don't know. Yeah, hopefully. I remember one time. One time he sent me, like, a, a One Piece D&D thing. I was like, that seems like a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyways, bro, I was just curious about the board game. I'll talk to you later. Yeah. All right, talk to you later. All right, bye. That's a lot of box. That's a lot. That's a lot of box there. We'll have to, we'll have to get him over here and uh, set it up sometime. Yeah. Give her a try. We have to read the rules and shit. Yeah, I need to talk to George because he got, um, he backed a game on Kickstarter that looks like basically like great value monster hunter okay um but he got that board game in a little while back and i'll have to i'll have to talk to him and see if tell me what i never did uh, go any further with this but you know how i was supposed to get the witcher one mm-hmm. they had to refund me because they said they weren't going to make it really i was so upset no that sucks they had to refund me because like well we don't think it's gonna be made or blah 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 xyz i was like because yeah. did they not meet their goals or something or did they <sighs> Wow, that's I went through their website hmm. and bought it. I don't know how to find it. I'm going to have to talk to someone because I would love for us to play that. I love The Witcher, so be like, oh, that'd be a fun game to play, you know. I don't know how you can find stuff after it's been backed and stuff, you know. Yeah, exactly. Backer kit, maybe, or I don't know. I'll have to look into it a little more. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Uh huh. Well, Stone, uh, the last thing I see on here, two things, unions for uh, Sega, that's yeah. a big thing. Yeah, um, you know, the Sega employees are trying to get, you know, higher pay, better benefits, and try to get adequate staffing so they can, you know, stop being overworked. Yeah. Uh, so they filed for unionization. Um, Keep talking, um, I got to pee really fast. You're fine. Like I say, I think a lot of, um, a lot of studios have, we've, we've seen this trend uh, towards you know unionization across the entire gaming industry, and I think it's for the better. Honestly, um, there is a lot of crunch that is surrounding uh, video games. You know, whenever they're in development, there's these long development cycles. They you know leadership sets a release date, they stick to it, uh, but uh, you know it it's it turns into crunch because of the last few months. Yeah. You know, you're trying to develop a game and you're trying to make sure that it's coming out on time. Uh, but it just... Humans are notoriously bad at estimating how long something is going to take yeah. to uh, complete, like how long a job will yeah. take. Yep. So you need to set some sort of goal, but I think be flexible with it in order to, you know, meet deadlines without crunching. Uh, but instead, we're just like having leadership set unreal expectations 
you know, demands from fans and uh, player base, mm-hmm. you know, for new games and content and that sort of thing. It's just always present, and games have to be bigger and better and more and this and that. So, crunch is an, is kind of inevitable in the current the way the current market is set up and the way that the industry works. Mm-hmm. Um, unions could help change that though and set better standards for labor. Probably in a wake of everything else going on with Blizzard, like, look, we can't we can't be dealing with this shit. Yeah. Um. So I mean, I hope it hope it works. Hope everything goes through. Um, because I mean, you know, if if you don't like, if if the staffers don't get what they want, they're just gonna quit, and then the studios will go under. Uh, because at the end of the day, it's you know, it's we the people that have the power, right? Mm-hmm. Collectively. Yeah, we get to decide what we want to buy and what we need to support, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with what you play either. I'm not knocking it at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see what else we hit. Let's see. Uh, what else do we have here? Secret game made by uh, Crystal Dynamics right now. Yeah. Uh, Playtesting. I wonder what it could be. <laughs> well, uh, some people have been postulating that it could be like a legacy of Kane, uh, which would be cool. <laughs> because I guess they're, they sent out a survey to some, some of their loyal fans from Crystal Dynamics. Um, and I guess they were asking that, you know, would you want to see like a legacy of Kane? like a franchise reboot or something, you know, mm-hmm. which that could be pretty cool. Legacy came was dope. Like, I don't think I've ever heard of that series. Honestly. Uh, it was like a one-off game that came out on like the PlayStation two era. I think. Okay. Legacy of Kane. I'm just going to look at gameplay real fast. Oh, mm-hmm. I see. I think I've seen this. Yeah. I never played it myself. Oh, I'm so reaper. Is that what that is then? I might have played this game then. Yeah, I remember this gameplay. Yeah, this was like a one off for me too. <laughs> I didn't play a lot of it. It was like, mm-hmm. a, oh, well. So I guess it was, um, so the email that went out uh, was not just a thank you for. Uh, a survey response, but also an invitation for an upcoming remote play test. And they asked several questions, um, including, do you have a working PC, a web camera, a microphone, and do you have Microsoft team installed? Mm, I do not have Microsoft teams on my <laughs> Right. Well, I mean, if you didn't receive this in that email, then you wouldn't be part of the no, just funny play though, test just anyway. Like, but it was just funny. Like, I don't have Microsoft Teams, you know? You have Microsoft Teams on your PC? No. <laughs> no? What can I have Microsoft Teams for? <laughs> Skype. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's, it's all very kind of strange and cryptic and honestly sounds like a hoax, but um, apparently it's a real thing. Uh, yeah, the, uh, the doubts were quickly put to rest by a representative of Crystal Dynamics who confirmed that they were indeed, these emails were indeed from Crystal Dynamics. Uh, and the, the invil, uh, email invitations were genuine, but declined to specify exactly what they were for. Ah. They might be making Marvel Avengers 2. 
I mean, Marvel Avengers 2, it, you know, can go anywhere but up. <laughs> <laughs> You're not playing it, are you? No. <laughs> you could, if, no. No. He tricked me into playing the first one and not playing the second one. <laughs> Look at Suicide Squad. We had to remove that for an entire year. How do you think that makes them feel? Oh, yeah, yeah. I love playoffs. That's all I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Seriously. Good job. I love the playoffs right now. A lot of hockey, a lot of soccer, a lot of, ooh, Manchester City might be winning the Premier League Cup the three years in a row. They might be going to for the trifecta. That's my team. Kevin DeBurn is my favorite player next to Holland, who just broke the record. It's his first season in the Premier League, Stone. First season, he broke the record for goals scored. 34 goals. That's a lot. Yup. See how the season lasts from, what, August to now, to May? You only scored 34 goals, and it's your first time. It's your first full season in the Premier League. It's pretty impressive. Very good. Very good. Sounds like I don't watch soccer. <laughs> but it's still impressive. I don't know. Anyways, let's get the fuck out of here because you got shit to do. I got shit to do. Mm-hmm. Recommend a game? Anything? Let's say Armor Core Last Raven. Go play that. Was that number two? Was that three? What do you think about it? Uh, I, I think it's like a spin off game that came out after two. Armor Core Last Raven? Yeah, it's called Armored Core Last Raven. Yeah. It's a. Uh, it's, a game that came out in 2005 for the PlayStation 2. Mm-hmm. So good luck finding it if you can. But if you can, try it out. It's pretty good. I don't know if I can recommend Jedi Survivor. That's what I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. The inner Star Wars fan of me wants for you to play it. But the gaming aspect of it just... Oh my god. Go play it. But wait for herself. Wait for herself. I'm telling you now. I could just continue to play Xenoblade instead. But I'm going to play Star Wars because I like Star Wars. I like how cast is. I like BD1. It's there. Play it. Uh, uh, show of the week. What you got? What have I watched? Um, new anime? I was going to say uh, there's, a, there's a new anime streaming this season called Hell's Paradise. Is it in a season two? No, it's season one. Still? Oh, God. I just started streaming the season. Oh, okay. Cool. I didn't know all that. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so there's like four episodes out right now. Five mm-hmm. episodes, rather. Just looked. Um, but yeah, I, I checked that out. It's uh, it's pretty good. Um, it's touted as being uh, the final member of the, quote, Dark tri- uh, dark triad of uh, shonen, uh, along with uh, Chainsaw Man and Jujutsu Kaisen. Oh, this art style looks beautiful, though. Yeah, it's real pretty, uh, and it's it's kind of weird, but in a good way. Um, you know, it's got your your typical kind of like, you know, great action scenes and stuff like that. But it's got complex characters that like are they feel like real people, you know? Which is cool. Yeah, which is what you like. That's what you want. You know, it's like it. It's a similar thing to like like Jujutsu Kaisen, right? Um, I I honestly think that that anime is what shonen should be. Yeah. You know, it's like the those are like real characters with like complex motivations and stuff like that. So, you know, okay. I feel like it's it's a good show. Check it out. 
Uh, so, do you like Blue Exorcist or no? Uh, I have a problem with Blue Exorcist. I didn't like that one. What's wrong with it? Well, the first season's great, um, but then there's like a follow-up season that is supposed to be a sequel, but just negates every bit of character development of the first season. Really? Yeah. I think it's called like the Kyoto arc or something. Oh. And it's just yeah. not... Yeah, it's a sequel, but it's just the, the characters have regressed and I hate it. That's interesting. Yeah. Hmm. I wonder if the manga does it too. Nate was telling me that he's caught up on one piece. He's like, I just have to read it, man. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay. I'm like, seriously, like, you're going to... He said, but like, there's so much anime to watch that even if I read it, I'm going to forget it. I'm like, dude, that's everybody. I'm like, no, That's just me, though. Like, Yeah. You tell me a character's name, I'm like, I got to see the character. Because there's so much in One Piece. But I don't know. Um, I've been watching Gravity Falls. It's good. Yeah. I like Gravity Falls. Gravity Falls is different. Hmm. It's probably one... What's the other show's good... Com- uh, cartoon show that's good on Disney Plus? I don't know. Uh, I like the Owl House. That's a good one. Owl House. Uh, like I said, uh, Gravity Falls is a good one. Um, that that feels like PG Rick and Morty. Like that that's kind of what Gravity Falls is, honestly. Can I get your opinion on that? Since I mentioned Rick and Morty, sure. Um, how do you feel about the whole Justin Rollins thing? Uh, it's unfortunate, you know. Like uh, uh, people. Turn out to be shitty sometimes, you know. Well, no, the fact and that he was cleared of all charges and all that. He was cleared. Yeah, he was. He was cleared. None of it was true. I didn't read that. <laughs> yeah, you didn't know that. I didn't see about <laughs> that. I thought I thought we were gonna be waiting on months for that. <laughs> no, he was cleared. He's like, oh, it sounds like before we end this podcast. <laughs> He's like, hold up. <laughs> I was just thinking, like, because you just mentioned, uh, uh, you know, Rick and Morty. And the fact that he lost everything, but for him to have a clear of his name, that's what I'm hearing. I don't want the wrong information being out there, of course. So the case was dropped, dropped. Okay. as a result of having insufficient evidence, apparently. Mm-hmm. Uh, he pleaded not guilty to two felony domestic violence charges. Uh, looks like... He wrote that he had always known that the claims were false. Uh, he added that... Uh, moving forward, he's going to focus on his creative projects and restoring his good name. Um, honestly, I I don't. He's not coming back to Rick and Morty. Yeah. Because uh, Dan Harmon and Justin Roiland have been on the outs since season one. Yeah. Like season one happened, lightning struck, and then it just turned into a shit show. Um, but I mean, after reading accounts of like how he acted. Like in the office, around like I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. I you know whether this is true or not. That's another thing entirely. Yeah. You know, maybe <laughs> yeah. we'll, maybe we'll get a book in ten years. You know, if I done it or something by Justin Roiland. Yeah. Uh, but it's like I don't know. Yeah. It, it, he doesn't seem like he's a good person. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he just has ADHD. You know, creative brain and like comes up with wacky random things but it's the same three things over and over again yeah, yeah. That, that's all high on life is it's just rehashed Rick and Morty yeah you're right you know same thing with Solar Opposites it's just Rick and Morty with the skin on it yeah I don't um, know I'm just talking about like, if his, his name was cleared and the fact that he lost everything it's like well how does 
I don't know. It's just weird, you know. Same yeah. thing's going on with J- Jonathan Majors right now. I don't know. Yeah. I've heard the same thing about Jonathan Majors. We'll see how that one shakes out. Um, like I say, so. Well, I, just, I just want to get your, th- your quick thoughts. And, like, we don't normally talk about that. But we just, like, interesting that you said Rick and Morty. And I was like, wait, what? Oh, oh. I've only seen bits and pieces of Rick and Morty. And I like Rick and Morty. I think it's a fun show. Yeah. You know. It's not something I'll watch like every time it comes on Adult Swim though, or anything like that. Yeah, I'm just ready for the Boondocks to come back, but that's just another story. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, Gravity Falls is mine, and yours Dude. is. Dude, oh that's my cool. god, I have to fucking find that clip. Of what? <laughs> there is a Japanese dub of Boondocks. Like really? Yup. <laughs> like... And the the scene where they explain the moment is dubbed in Japanese. <laughs> And that shit is hilarious. <laughs> <It> really? <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! I'll have, I'll have to find the clip and send it to you. But yeah. I, oh my! I laughed my fucking ass off when I heard some Japanese voice actor saying, <laughs> "Okay then." <laughs> like, what? <laughs> oh wow! That's funny as hell. Anyways, guys, thanks for rocking out with us this weekend. Happy, happy weekend. We'll be back next week. Maybe we'll play some Redfall. Might get it in a couple days, you know. Wait, wait, Stone's not, you don't have D&D right now, right? On Fridays? That's right, right? Uh, Not right now, no. Maybe we can play it Friday, <laughs> you know. No, no, no. We can't do that Friday. Gardens of the Galaxy comes out next week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got to go see that. <laughs> Anyways, we love y'all. Talk to you later. Peace.